Welcome to Sports Analysis Network Football. I'm your handful, Hamid Abdikarim. You can also call me football journalist. This, uh, this episode promises to be a jam-packed one as we shall be taking a look at the Premier League game that shall be going down during the weekend. We shall also be taking a look back at the Carabao Cup final games that went down during the week. We shall also be talking about the Serie A games going, I mean, going, down, going down this weekend. Not forgetting the German Bundesliga, Italian Serie sorry, the German Bundesliga, the Huber Eats League, and of course, the Spanish La Liga. All right, uh, we shall start from the English Premier League. And let me welcome to the show. Yes, I will not be working alone on the show. I have it with the Jampak show. But then on the first segment, I have with me. Abdul Aziz Abdul Malik, yes, popularly called Malik Perry. And also, we have one of our fans joining us today. Yes, Abdul Kilishi, popularly called Vadi. Yeah, he is one of our fervent listeners, and he shall be joining us on the show. Yes, I forgot in the lineup, also, yes, in the lineup of the show, in the Matters Arising segment, we shall be discussing does Paul Pogba deserve a new contract? All right. Uh, yes, without wasting much time, I mean, let's start from the uh, let's start from the uh, English Premier League. But before then, let's quickly take a look back at what happened in the Carabao Cup. Uh, let me start with uh, Malik Berry. Malik Berry. I mean, Chelsea got the job done. Uh, they defeated uh, Tottenham Hotspur by a goal to nil at the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, beating them. Uh, Three goals to nil on Hagbridge. Uh, Chelsea have made it to the final of the Carabao Cup. I mean, Chelsea have started. The, I mean, have started the year on a high. Malik Berry. Good day to everybody. So nice to be here. Yeah, Chelsea well deserve lead, well deserve qualification. Honestly speaking, the first leg was was a one-sided game, but I felt the second leg was a little bit undeserved for Tottenham because of the incident that happened. They were a bit unlucky, but regardless of any way it goes, Chelsea was deserving. They were deserving, and they deserve to be in that final. Mm, yes, I mean Chelsea were deserving to be in that final. Yes. Yes, or yes, in the second uh, semi-final, of course, only the first leg has taken place, so the job is half done for either side. It uh, at Anfield, Arsenal held Liverpool, 10-man Arsenal held Liverpool to a barren draw at Anfield Stadium. What a fantastic performance for Mikel Ateta. I mean, who, I mean, who got to use the same men just 20 minutes into the game, Malik Berry? The way you were saying it, I'm having a goosebumps, honestly speaking. Oh, I'm having it. <laughs> The match, honestly speaking, I was I was amazed. I felt after the red card incident, Liverpool was going to run the show and they were going to, you know, bamboozle Arsenal all the way around. But it was a different ball game. Liverpool only had their shot on target around late seventies or let's say early eighties, although from Curtis Jones, and Arsenal could have easily, you know, won the game if Gasaka had converted that that counter attack. So I believe this is a good promising sign for, for Mikel Arteta and the Arsenal side. 
he has started the season on a on a very high note. And I believe, I believe the second leg game, Arsenal are going to, to win the game at, at the Emirates Stadium. They are going to totally dominate the game. Okay, so it's, it's going to be Arsenal, Chelsea in the final. Yeah, all London Derby. Mm-hmm. All right, let me, let me bring in uh, Victor Kelechi. Yes, uh, 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 Vadi, yes, probably called Vadi. Vadi, yes, for the first time, um, Liverpool were without Amani and Salah. And that's the Warriors always be there. That this Liverpool side were always going to struggle without Mani and Salah. But with Mani and Salah yesterday, you all in the game between Liverpool and Arsenal. Uh, it, yes, between if with Mani and Salah in the squad, uh, with Liverpool, uh, with Liverpool, have uh, won that game. Yes, um, it's good to be here. It clearly shows. It, it clearly shows um, um, the the need of money and Salah in the Liverpool team. You can clearly see that so many waste of opportunities. If Salah and Mane is in that team, um, believe me that um, they will have converted some chances. It was a good game for for the both teams. Um, at least Arsenal for the first time showed that um, that, um, that they can at least challenge um, a little. Um, um, the next leg, I don't know. I'm 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 tipping for an Arsenal win. Seriously, if Liverpool um, 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 if if Liverpool don't don't convert their chances, I mean, we're talking about chances. How many chances did Liverpool get in that encounter? They only had one chance. We got to attack Minamino. Which that was that was a clear cut chance by Minamino, and he wasted it. For anyone, even with but even with with our money, the last in our Premier League game that we lost, Salomani uh, missed the clear cut chance. Of course, you can see that, but how often does it happen? It, of course, doesn't happen often. Doesn't happen often. And this, uh, this, I'd uh, say, has always been very clinical in the Carabao Cup. Of, of course, of course. It, it's quite unfortunate that he missed that. It's, it's, it's very quite unfortunate. But I, I, I'm not writing Liverpool up yet, but Arsenal had a great game yesterday. And if they keep that momentum going to the second leg, then they'll give, they'll, they'll give Liverpool a run. Who, uh, who, in your opinion, who will make it the final? <laughs> You're trying to pull words in, in, in his mouth. <laughs> Not at all. I'm just asking. I mean, it's just a question. Oh, buddy. Yes, yes. Why with Chelsea? Liverpool, Arsenal. Personally, I would want Liverpool because they will. Mm-hmm. Forget your personal. Forget your personal. Forget your personal. Yeah. Yeah. Final. Um, the way the, the way Liverpool is playing without a mana, uh, money and salary. I don't think they will make it to the finals. So Arsenal probably will make it to the finals. Uh, but I wouldn't prefer that. I would prefer Liverpool to make it to the final because before the finals, I, I believe uh, Mania and Salah will be done with the, the AFCON. All right. I mean, let's move. Yes, uh, let's talk about the Premier League games that are going down. I mean, we have some couple of big games going down this weekend in the Premier League. Yes, let's start from the one that we're going down at the ATS Stadium between table toppers. In fact, running away league, league leaders, Manchester City, who are playing also Chelsea. Manchester City have won their last 12 Premier League games. Uh, Chelsea are struggling. They've won just one out of, the last, out of their last five Premier League games. But they boast a very good record against the games. They've won three. Of their last four against uh, Pep Guardiola's side. I mean, uh, Tobeski, make a noble like, say, you know, allow you contribute. I mean, let me start with you. Uh, Tobeski, you are welcome to the show. I mean, I mean, what do you have to say on this? 
Chelsea don't want to do. Nah, but yes, Maliberry. Mali Man City. Let's go. Okay. Personally, for me, I believe City will win the game. They already done it this season, you know, at Stamford Bridge, edging the game one to one to nil. So I believe this second second leg is going to favor City as well. Not because I'm being partial or anything, but when you see the way City has been going in their all-round games, you know, feeding in players in and out, they are they are capable of bringing out some players and bringing in new players, and at the same time getting the result they wanted. And Chelsea, for the past five games at home, they've been struggling. Even in Premier League in general, they've been struggling to win on, on her. And with Lukaku on, on drought, that's a partial drought, you know, and Timo Werner not converting his chances, I just don't see Chelsea winning that game. I just don't see them winning that game. So, and I feel City are only missing Real Marys. And compared to Chelsea missing their key man, uh, their number one goalkeeper, I believe it's going to be a difficult game for Chelsea to win. Mm, I mean, I mean, Vadi, I mean, do you, do you agree with, uh, with Mali Berry that Chelsea are going to struggle? I mean, just like I said, that Chelsea have a very good record against Manchester City, especially under Thomas Tuchel. Yes, City did win the first leg, but then that should even give more, more I mean, more morale for Chelsea going to this one, that more points to prove going to this encounter at, I mean, at, at the at the ATR Stadium. Yes, it's, it's actually going to be a very difficult game for City. It, it, it won't be an easy ride for them, just the way uh, Malibari is saying. Um, Chase is going to give uh, Manchester City a tough test at home. And I'm seeing, um, I'm seeing a draw in that match. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a draw in that match. You are seeing a draw in that match? <laughs> yes. I thought you were saying, I mean... I thought you were, I mean, you were not interested in this, in, I mean, in this conversation. I'm definitely interested. I'm definitely interested. <laughs> the Chelsea team that has a striker that has done more talking than playing. Oh, and my God. That's the, same strike, that's the same striker that will lead their line. It, it, does, it doesn't this mean, not, of course, it doesn't mean. This is not Tottenham. This is not Tottenham. <laughs> this is not Tottenham. Well, <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> well, yeah, but you want to say something? Yes, yes. Please, for clarity, I'm not the Chelsea fan. Eh? I but, know, I know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disputing that. You can't write Chelsea off just like that. It was too easy for you to say. Mm. Yeah. yeah, we were giving Chelsea the chance at the first leg because it was and Chelsea was all packed with their players and so on. But City ridiculed them throughout that game. Unless I will seize that food. <sighs> all right. All right. And Chelsea, and Chelsea defend so well. Hmm. All right, let's go. I mean, let's see how it goes down after had uh, yes, at the end of 90 minutes at the M at the ATR Stadium on Saturday. Yes, at the Villa Park, Aston Villa will be playing host to Manchester United. I mean, Manchester United mm -hmm. haven't lost a PL game, a Premier League game at the Villa Park since 1995. But this is an Aston Villa side that have just started, I mean, more Arsenal toward the board. I mean, they've had it to you, fit to you. Uh, from Barcelona, he's on loan from Barcelona, and of course, Lucas Didier from Everton just completed a move to the Villa Park. I mean, let me start from Bali, the Manchester United fan in the building. I mean, yes, Manchester United got a victory over the villains, you know, yes, on Monday, but then it was a game where they struggled. I mean, going to this one at the Villa Park, I mean, can Manchester United make back-to-back -back wins against Steven Gerrard's men and continue their impressive run at the Villa Park? Yeah. 
uh, where did you get that? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, 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 sorry to say this. Um, I don't see man you winning that game. What is it concerning me? If you if you watch our, our FA Cup uh, with uh, with them, you see that uh, they clearly dominated the game. Mm. Forget that we scored early. They clearly dominated the game, and now we are going um, to Villa Park to play. I don't see mine winning that game. Mine has been playing so bad. Like if you watch them, you feel like crying. Um, um, mm, Villa, Aston Villa is a good side. Is a is a good side, and I see them winning that game. And the worst result for them will be a draw. And the good result for money there will be a drop. Yeah, I, don't, I don't see my uh, said, I, Sorry, sorry. Yeah, of course, I've heard you. Malibu, aren't you shocked that the Manchester United fan is not confident going to a game against yeah. Aston Villa at the Villa Park? Aston Villa, for God's sake. I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked. I, I try, I actually commend him because he's saying the truth. He's saying the truth. You know, when I watched the FA, FA game against Aston Villa, Oh my God, I was, I was, I was shocked for my, I was shy for my, I felt like crying for Manchester United because they were lucky, they were lucky all throughout the game. Ole Watkins either the post, there are some chances. VAR, Danny Ings goals. I mean, they were just lucky. And even regardless of Cristiano Ronaldo not being in the game, I feel even if he was in the game, Manju wasn't going to do more than what they are doing right now. The players are not just good enough. The, the coach is, to me, is not good enough. Everything is, the fans are not even good enough. Everything is going wrong. <laughs> Everything is going wrong at Ultra for right now. So I believe the game is going to favor Aston Villa. In fact, I'm going to the FPL and I'm going to sign him continue and captain him as well. Oh, wow. Bold, 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 bold. I'm bold. going to captain him. Bold, bold. <laughs> ah yes, uh, Moise Ibrahim, popularly called Alagi, in the background of Sarin, uh, me laughing at uh, Mike Berry's uh, Mike Berry's match. Yes, Liverpool at Anfield will be playing host to Brentford. Yes, Brentford did give Liverpool a run for their money in the first leg, which at the Community Stadium at the Brentford Community Stadium, with the game ending in a three hall draw. Uh, let me start with uh, Vardy. I mean, Liverpool will continue without money and Salah. Is this another game? Where Liverpool drop line? Okay. Um. As for that game, I it will be a great, it will be a great game to watch because Brighton is the attacking side. They play really good football, seriously. And for Liverpool, um, of course, they are big team. You you always you you always look out for one or two mistakes from the Brighton side, and they will win. I I see Liverpool winning, but. Brighton is, is, is a very good, good side, and I wouldn't be um, surprised if if they, if, if they pick a win. My Liverpool to win or Brentford to win or Brentford to draw, which one? Well, Liverpool is just not clinical enough without Salah and Mane. I'm going for a draw. I'm going for a draw. Uh, Mane, very good. Yes, we cannot play there. Maso, Obadi, win or yes. draw Liverpool or lose? Please, who is who is playing home? Liverpool. Liverpool. Yeah. Oh, I see Liverpool winning. I see Liverpool. Winning. All right. Yes. Let's go to the uh, North London derby. Uh, Portsmouth score will be playing to Arsenal. I mean, Spurs are still unbeaten in the Premier League under Antonio Conte. 
I mean, while Arsenal also boasts of a very good record going to this game, I should not forget that Arsenal did win uh, the first leg at the Emirates Stadium. I mean, but this Arsenal side has depleted at the moment. In fact, in fact, only uh, Sambi Lukonga is the only fit senior midfielder in the squad at the moment. Granit Xhaka was rescinded. Eleni and um, Thomas Pate are in Afcon. Cedric Suarez is injured. I mean, but the, with all these factors, Vadi. Uh, can those Arsenal stand it? And do Arsenal stand a chance going into that game against their first local rival? Well, um, as um as for that game, um, yeah, um, I'll feel I'll I'll, I'll go for a draw. Mm. Even Tottenham doesn't play good, really good as well. They play like a half team, and Arsenal. <laughs> Right. I'll, I'll go for a draw. Yes, let me let me go to the Arsenal man. I mean, Arsenal. I mean, they are in high speed at the moment. Uh, so, Madagascar, when Arsenal recalled their first victory in 2022 at the uh, new Tottenham Stadium. Of course, of course. Uh, uh-uh. I don't. I don't. Oh come on, Balifa. Everybody, stop and be like <laughs> Come on, I don't see no reason why Arsenal shouldn't win that game. But right now, what I'm what I'm fearful about is the is the indiscipline in the team. Honestly speaking, is the indiscipline against against big teams against big teams. You know, we saw Arsenal, you know, getting a record against Manchester City, getting a record against Liverpool. Something similar could happen against Sports, and the whole ball game could change. But apart from that, I see the, the defense is solid. Even yesterday night, holding, you know, who I always, you know, blast and shades was all informed yesterday. Ben White is, is really good. Gabriel as well has been top form. So I believe, I believe the attacking progress of Arsenal is okay. The defense is okay. But the midfield, ah, I don't know about that. I really don't know about that. Only Sambi Lukonga around. And I heard uh, Miguel, Miguel, Miguel uh, Aziz has been called back from loan from Portsmouth. But still, still, it's going to be a tough game, but I see Arsenal winning the game. All right. All true. All right. Thanks very much. I'll, I'll go remind you. Mm, of course. I'll go remind you. <laughs> Let's move. <laughs> yes, let's go to Spanish. Sorry, I just said Spanish. Yes, the Italian Serie A. Yes, in the in the Italian Serie A this weekend, Juventus will be playing host to Udinese. Uh, Tobeski of Tobeski is good to have you back on the show. Yes, <laughs> properly. Yes, you're properly welcome to the show. So, I mean, this is your fault. Uh, Tobeski, uh, Juventus, Udinese, with that dramatic victory against Roma at the Stadium of People last weekend. Of course, they lost to Inter Milan at the Super Cup Italia during the week, but part of it, uh, Juventus will still be going to this one. Uh, be going into this one with a lot of morale. Um, it's good to be back. I'm happy and excited to be back on the show. Oh, um, the Juventus, the Juventus in the Nice game. I'm not expecting anything but a win for Juve. Juve should win this one, but don't let me use the word comfortably because Juve hardly wins comfortably under Allegri. But Juve should win the game. Um, the suspended player should be back. Quadrado and um, Matthias Delit should be back for the game. So. They'll have enough bites to the Juventus team. 
Kiesa is obviously missing. He's out for the rest of the season with an ACL injury. But all in all, Juventus should have the quality to beat a Udinese side that is not in form. Their form has been shaky. They've not been doing well. They need um, Delofield to step up in their games. That guy has been on and off. But when he's on top form, it makes a difference for them. And this is their number nine. This is This This boy that was bought from the Portuguese league. He's their highest scorer this season. The boy has been in form. He's playing well. But I feel you wish you have the quality to get All the right. results. All right. Yes, at the Begham Atalanta, we will play host to Inter Milan. I mean, Atalanta's, Atalanta have one of the best away records in the league. I mean, but they didn't struggle at all. So, against an Inter side that have won their last seven games, we expect Inter Milan to one way or the other get the victory at the Begamo at the end of 90 minutes. Oh, it's going to be a tough one, a very, very tough one. Because Atlanta is very difficult to beat at home. They are very difficult to beat at home. And Inter is currently the most informed team in the league. And even one of the most informed teams in Europe. They've won their last 11 games in the league. They are informed. They are the highest goal scoring team in the league. They are scoring goals. Their defense is doing well. They are midfield. They've been exceptional this season. And they are also doing well in the big games. Against Atlanta, I'm not expecting Inter to drop points. Inter should get the, the result. Inter should get the result against Atlanta, who, in as much as they are good, Atlanta has something that I don't like. They are not consistent, especially in games when you expect them to do well. I'm very sure so many people be expecting them to do well against Inter Milan, but I won't be surprised. That's why I'm giving Inter the edge. Inter should make this one. It's going to be an high-scoring game, obviously, because both teams score lots of goals, but... Inter should edge this one because of their form and also because of Atlanta's inconsistency. All right. I believe that will play a major difference. Quickly, um, Tobeski, I mean, AC Milan at Sanchiru, the Plinos, Spezia. I mean, AC Milan should be a first. Inter Milan might have played after AC Milan. We, I mean, we get to play uh, Spezia, but we expect this to be a comfortable uh, game uh, for the Rosemary. Uh, it should be a straightforward, a routine win for Milan. Ibrahimovic should increase his goal tally. He should score. That's if he's going to play. Milan should Milan should win this one, maybe from the first half. Their right. form is just too good. All right. Bologna Napoli. Be an easy win. Bologna, Bologna oh. Napoli. Bologna Napoli. That's another tricky game. This game will be very, very tricky because Bologna, Bologna are just like Empoli this season. They are one of the teams. And Sassuolo, they are one of the teams that we call the Robin Hood of the league. They tend to do well against the big teams. Why they flop against their, the teams that is in the same level with them. And Bologna, I'm not expecting a win for Bologna, but I also won't be surprised if they can get a draw against the Napoli side that is obviously missing, missing some of their key players. Koulibaly and Anguissa, those are two important players for them. They are in the AFCON. Osime should be back for this game. But we know Petagna is on form, and I'm not expecting Osime to start immediately. The coach might want to continue with Petagna. But Napoli, too, are so, so inconsistent. When you expect them to get results, they don't. Why Bologna, under their coach, they've been playing good football, and they also tend to do well in the big games. Um, I'll go for a draw in this one. All right. I'll go for a draw. I might be wrong, though. Yes, the best going for a draw in the game between Bologna and Napoli. Yes, this is where we start putting an end to the Serie A segment. Don't forget that Ibrahim Mohizolaito, he's a lighter. 
joins me to discuss the Spanish La Liga. Yes, of course, that was the sign from Super Copa Espana. Yes, I'll take a review of what's transpiring in Saudi Arabia between Barcelona and Real Madrid. And welcome back to the show, Moise um, Ibrahim, or like some popularly called Alaji. Yeah, it's good to have you back on the show. It's good to be back after a very long time. Happy New Year to you, too. for our fans. Thank you for your continued. Um, attention to the podcast i really appreciate all the efforts so far so thank you for having me back all right i mean let's mean for federico valvaldi's goal was that that separated barcelona and real madrid it ended really goes to in favor of real madrid i mean the i mean i feel the scoreline did not uh fully tell disparity disparity between both sides at the moment well i think um in all fairness, it, it was like more of an improved match of, um, how do I put it? I don't want to use match. I want to use the style of play from, and they tried as much as possible, like, um, win the game. But unfortunately, after a long drag with Real Madrid, I think what came out as superior was the experience in the Real Madrid team over the... Um, that of the Barcelona team relying um, too much on the um, talent of youngsters. So obviously, I I I, I tend to um, anticipate the league, the return leg in the league, and probably will be able to see how far we come and what we can um, take home from the development and the improvement so far from Xavi's team. Well, kudos to Ancelotti too, because they are trying as much as possible to bring in money into the Real Madrid team within a short period of time. I think he has learned from his previous spell with the team and he has tried as much as implement a lot of things that I like, not relying too much on one particular player and then having a few a free spirited football on the on the pitch and also trying as much as possible to improve the team spirit. So, so kudos to him. Hmm. All right, I'm just, I mean, he's talking about uh, Barcelona. I mean, Ferran Torres started the game. I mean, that was surprising uh, for a player that has not played a game since October, if I'm not mistaken. Now, Memphis Depay is back, and Sofati is back. Osman Dembele is there. Uh, we saw Abbe and Jogla doing uh, very well for themselves in the absence of Fati and the likes. We also saw Pedro is also back. So, I mean, what is about Barcelona's strongest level with everyone back? Well, I think. The strongest level will be the players that would impress the coach. Right now, everyone is starting on the clean slate. And I really hope that it's actually going to be a clean slate without um, trying to favor one player over the other. Although we understand but, but, but that are talent. But then at the moment, you feel that, I mean, there are some, some certain players that, I mean, going to, I mean, going to the next encounter, these are the games, to, I mean, these are the names to be reckoned with going to that encounter. Like we know. Stegen will start and go. We know Piqué and maybe Araujo will start. We know maybe Danny Harvest now will start at right back. That's what I'm saying. That I mean, everyone back. I mean, what who are the players who feel that we get on the team sheet first ahead of others? That's what. 
that yeah, I don't think a player should be undisputed starter. But at the same time, we have to recognize the talent of players. Now, once you recognize the talent of players and the kind of positivity they bring into the team, so obviously they get to start ahead of other players. Testagen is obviously undisputed, but lately we've been seeing him make silly mistakes. So I won't count out, I won't want to discard the fact that maybe we should give net. Okay, uh, please quickly, please but, just tell us you're, you're starting 11 and when as everyone is fit. Okay, my 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 ideal starting level will be the stadium at right at uh, the goal. <laughs> okay, I would want um the party for and around in the center, yeah, in, at the at the center back. Uh, Piki and Arahu? position on the right hand side. I would want Alves because of his tenacity and yes, Piki and Arahu. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. I would on that partnership because Piki is more like a leader. And Arrow is he has this commitment and trait of leadership too. Okay. So at the left back, okay. have Alba. We don't have any replacements. But I would want him to give chances to Baudi too. In the middle of the park, I would want Can you have a right? Want... You said what? Can you have a right back? Yes, Danielvis has right back. Those of that at least this guy is just coming back from injury and he's still trying as much as possible to understand Chavez football. That is this. But I hope they, they are going to give him enough confidence and enough chance to do that. So in the middle of the park, I would want Dijon to take the role of Busquets. And I want Pedri and Gavi to join him in the middle of the park. Up front, I would want um, a combination of um, Dembele for me is more like someone who influences the match because he lacks finishing skills, but he's someone that can pull the ball up front, at least running between players, run the defense and everything like that. At the same time with Ferran Torres, Ferran Torres is more of a good finisher than um, Dembele. And he understands Spanish football. So I would want both of them either on either side of the pitch. And then in the middle, I would want Memphis over wow. party. To Ansu Fati. Because I mean, of, because yeah, of the experience. Ansu Fati might be, might be. You said what? You're excluding Ansu Fati from your starting 11. Yes, uh, obviously, you know I'm not an Ansu Fati fan, and it's not because I hate him. I just feel he doesn't have enough experience. Though he's talented, but he doesn't have enough experience. That's why you don't see him big matches. All right, all so, right. More experienced in the middle, someone who can charge the football, and we know we all know that Memphis can charge. You just need to use him the, in the appropriate way. Mm-hmm. I mean, quickly let's talk about our grandma need also. I mean, uh, grandma did uh, junior. I mean, Karen Benzema for the often time this season getting on the score sheet. I mean, this duo are unstoppable. Well, you have to look at uh, the development of Vinicius. Real Madrid were very intent on developing him. When he started at Real Madrid, he did not he, he did not possess uh, this quality of finishing skills. But with the careful development of finishers, they've been able to identify the areas they needed to improve, and that is why we are seeing him ball on a on a, on a week in week out basis. So kudos to Real Madrid. I I would want to attribute his current form to the um, attention to his development 
that is and the fact that he is playing with experienced um ben Benzema too which is more like a very good uh, relationship between both of them on the field and off the field too. And then about Benzema, I, I would just say it is not um, it is not ideal for coaches to write off old players. He's not that old, but we all know what Benzema can bring to the team. And he's achieving that both um, on the national level and also at the club level too. So it's more of you understanding what the coach wants from you and you leading the team. He has assumed that position of leadership perfectly. Guy, yeah, it was a smooth transition from Ramos to Benzema, and then he's just doing what he needs to do to pull the team together. And then that is just what the captain needs to do. So obviously, we, I, I think the both of them is going to last to the end of of the season. But I just hope that none of them gets injured and then disrupt the development of the, and the progress of the team too. All right, thanks very much. Yes, yes, quickly. Yeah, the second time semi-final. I mean, athletic club defeating athletic Madrid, Atletico Madrid by two goals to one. I mean, what's happening at what's happening at the Vicente Calderon? What has happened to H as El Cholo lost his magic touch? Well, I, I won't say he has not lost his magic touch, but it's all about the objective of the club. If the club feels uh, their particular competition is important, then I think they will try as much as possible to communicate their intentions to the coach. I'm not going to say he's... Um, I think one of the problems they, they, they have is the fact that they made bad transfer businesses. To me, the, the, the transfer businesses they made during the summer was not in line with um, the intent of the, for the season. I think it was more of like just, just getting quality players and in the long run, let's see how everything is going to pan out. And that's why they are having the issues they are current uh, at the moment because they don't seem to um, live up to the intensity week in, week out. You see them performing this week and the next week they are struggling at all. So I just feel they need to prioritize their, uh, re-strategize their transfer ideals bring in the type of players you would normally use on a normal day on a daily basis. We all know that he's more of a play, he's, he's a coach that likes to bring in technical and physical players. So give him those kind of players he wants and let him perform the kind of things he And I wouldn't want to blame the coach, the, the team, the, the club entirely. Because at the same time, if you have bread, if you have lemons, you should make lemon on it. You will know the kind of players you have. Maybe you should try as much as possible to adapt or compromise rather. Compromise at least to salvage one or two things for the season. And when it comes to the summer, you can then let the club know this is what I want and this is what you should do. And hopefully they would listen. And if they don't listen, All right. he has spent a very period of time with them. So he, he has the right. I think he has earned his right to leave if they don't listen to him this summer. All right. Thanks very much. I mean, I mean so let's, let's take your prediction. Real Madrid Athletic Club in the final. Can Athletic Club shock Real Madrid? I don't think so. Real Madrid has the um, Spanish Spanish Cup, rather. So I don't think they are going to bring in because obviously, even if we should rotate his team, the the ideas of the coach is already embedded in the mentality of the team. So I don't see them causing any upset at the final. I will give the final to Real Madrid. Thanks very much, Alaji. That's good uh, having you on the show. Yes, hopefully we can have you back when we. Take a look at the games that shall be going down 
in the midweek in Spanish La Liga. We should not forget that there will be no games in Spanish La Liga this weekend. No problem. I'm always available. I always find time for the program. All right. Thanks very much. Thanks for coming. All right. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Yes, when you hear that sound, yes, that is sound. That's it. The same song for the German Bundesliga. Yes, from the bigger return. Uh, Borussia Dortmund. At the signal, you know, Park will be playing all to fourth place at Freiburg. Freiburg. Uh, Borussia Dortmund have a very strong record. I mean, have a very strong record against Freiburg. They won 12 of their last 13 games against Freiburg and have kept a clean sheet in their last three home matches against them. I mean, we should not forget that last just last weekend they came back from two goals to win to defeat Anchan Frankfurt. Uh, so you expect uh, you expect Marcos Rus uh, Marco Russa's men to continue. I mean to get I mean to make it back to back victories and a court lead to three points because they will be playing they will be playing on Friday while Bayern Munich will be playing on Saturday. Yes, FC Cologne will be playing also Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich have won their last seven away matches against Cologne. And but this uh, Steven Bumgart side, I mean, should not be written off. The seat sits at the moment in the league, two points of Champions League places, and they have won their last three games. In fact, the last two games against Bayern Munich have ended I mean, in three by three goals to two. Just to show you that you always give Bayern Munich a run for their money. Uh, but Bayern Munich will be welcoming back for the team Tolinso, Afoso Davies, and uh, Manonea back to the side. We expect uh, Bayern Munich to record their first victory of the year and return back to winning ways after they lost last weekend. To... <laughs> All right, uh, we are seventh place Union Berlin. We'll be playing O's to uh, Offenheim. Offenheim. Yes, let's quickly go to the Uber H League. Yes, Paris Saint-Germain at home at the Parc des Princes with Blaine Oster. With Blaine Oster Brest. Uh, Paris Saint-Germain have won their last eight matches against Brest. Even with two wins in their last, in their last six, uh, this should be a comfortable, a comfortable victory for Mauricio Pochettino's Melion. And Messi should return uh, to the starting eleven. So you expect Paris Saint-Germain to get back to winning ways after they paid out that one hard draw with Lyon at the Bupana Stadium last weekend. Our second place, Nice, will be also to Nancy's. Nice have won their last three matches and have won their last three matches against Nancy's. Uh, nice should continue their impressive run this season and they should be able to get a victory against this Nancy's side. Yes, the biggest one in the Uber S League will be going down between Marseille in third, floor, in third spot and the defending champions, Lille. Uh, the last time the defending champion won away at Marseille was in 2019. Uh, but Olympic Marseille are the most informed team in the division at the moment with 13 points from their last 18 games. I mean, from the last 18 points available. I mean, Lille have been shocking all season. Um, I would, yes, I expect Peter Bosch to continue. Sorry, Marseille, rather. Uh, I expect uh, Peter Bosch is in charge of Lyon and not Marseille. So I expect uh, Marseille to get a victory over the defending champions. Reigns will be playing host to Bordeaux whom they couldn't beat last season over two legs. Um, Rennes, I mean, are one of the surprises of the season. They sit fourth at the moment. Uh, I expect them to get a victory over Bordeaux. All right, this is where we shall be joining and here to this segment. Up next, we shall be talking about, we shall be talking about 
the matters arising segment where have waiting for me a whole lot of people waiting to discuss the topic. Does Paul Pogba deserve a contract near Manchester United? You can't afford to miss it. WKG. It's about to go down. Yes, it's about to go down. We shall be discussing the topic. For Pogba reserve a new contract at Manchester United, we should not forget that the Frenchman is already into his last year of his contract. But the, the, man, uh, the Frenchman has been a defensive figure since he arrived at Old Trafford six seasons ago. Uh, so let me start. Yes, I have back in studio Victor Kelechi, uh, popularly called the Manchester United fan in the studio. And I also have Malik Berry also here with me and Tobeski. He might also be uh, I must also be needing Tobeski's uh, opinion on this. Uh, but then let me start with the Manchester. You will definitely need me. I mean, uh, Paddy, does Pogba serve the new country? doesn't deserve my contract. Hmm. I mean, you're talking about one of the best players at Manchester United, one of the most talented players at Manchester United, one of the worst players at Manchester United at the moment. I know, but he hasn't lived up to that expectation, and there has been has been um, um, crisis surrounding his manu and. Imagine his agent coming to say in December that um, it, was, it was over for, for Pogba and Manu and that there are so many offers for him in the table. Come on, he's playing for Manu and, and, and his contract hasn't expired. So, so and over the years, Pogba has, never, has not lived up to the expectations of a big player. And, and it has been so disappointing and, and, and I think it's time for Pogba to leave. It is very terrible. No player is bigger than Manchester United, and and we've, we've lost many great players in the team, and 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 the team is still is still moving. Mm. In my own opinion, Pogba does not deserve a money contract. Mm. Of mm. course, I, I I love Pogba personally, but but that's that um that's that issue of him coming every season, having issues, not living up to expectation, not delivering, is is. It's something, it's something that I have not been um, at home with, seriously. And for me, it's time for Pogba to go. Let him come and try his luck elsewhere. Mm-hmm. He is not working in money, seriously. Mali Berry, I mean, is he, I mean, is, is he being an ingrate? I mean, he's a guy in 2019 appearances for the Red Devils. He has scored 38 goals and notched 49 assists. I mean, if you look at the pieces around him, you can't be playing with less of Fred and McCominay and you expect you to be bringing the best with table week in, week out. You have to call this guy some slack. Well, anytime Popoba debate comes up, I always, always throw a question at my opposition. Do Manchester United deserve Popoba? Do they actually deserve a player like Popoba right now? And secondly, we need to ask ourselves, is Popoba playing bad on purpose or is he just not a world-class player? These questions we need to get wait, the fact right. Wait, wait, wait. Is Popogba was a world class player, To me, he's a world class player. To me, he, on his good day, he's a world class player. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm asking: How many Is he playing back? Excuse me. How many good days does he have in a season? Well, 
due to injuries, inconsistency, social media vibes and tantrums, you know, seriousness. You say? I will call him a world-class player. He may continue. Yeah, of course. I'll call him on a good day. When you see Popoga balling, you know he is a, a footballer. He's a genuine footballer. So to me, he's a world-class player. There are many factors you know, that surround him not playing very well, playing playing bad. Maybe the players, he plays around. Maybe the, the coach, the energy he gets at Old Trafford. There are many reasons, many factors. You know, But to me, I, I believe Manchester United right now, they don't deserve a player like Popoga. They well, don't. Or Pogba does not deserve a club like Manchester United. Pogba deserves every top club right now in Europe. I mean, body, every top club. Body, 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 yeah. That is outrageous. You, you just hear what he said that for Pogba, I mean, Manchester United does not deserve for Pogba. Who is for Pogba? That's the question. And, and please, it's an overstatement to say that, that, that mine does not deserve Pogba. How can you say that? Okay, okay. Uh, well, excuse, excuse me. I, it, is, it is opinion though. But to 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 share some light on it, when Luka Modric was at Tottenham Hotspur, people felt he was just an average player. But when because he was playing with the likes of average players, but when he got to Real Madrid and he was playing with the likes of top players, Tony Cruz, Casemiro, Ramos, we saw him ignite the world class in him. So. This is Manchester United side. We have a Bruno Fernandes who has been doing who has been doing fantastically well since he arrived from Portugal. So what did he ask for? My mother tongue. My mother tongue. They used to say Olori Kola and Otoshi Mefa is Otoshi. Bruno in the Bruno in the midst of McTominay, Fred, you know, Matic. And he still pull off that number. That is what I'm saying. That is why Bruno too is under underappreciated because. If he's playing with the likes of Kante, De Bruyne, he'll be doing more than that. You understand? So I believe Manchester United right now, they don't deserve these players. They, the team is shitty. Ah, they don't, they don't deserve these players. I mean, Manchester United are shitty and they don't deserve a Pogba at the moment. I mean, Alvadi, that's a very strong statement from Maliberi. I mean, I don't think... Yes, yes. And, and, and I don't see it coming, but it's yet. They... they, they <laughs> The thing is, he keep mentioning uh, Fred and and, and McTominay. Um, if you look at Manchester United team, uh, if you see the impact Bruno has made within short time he arrived, Pogba has failed to make that impact even in a season. I, I, I disagree with that. I disagree with that. Of course, the first two seasons Pogba came, he was the winning the Europa League. He was phenomenal. The season after Mourinho left, he was part of the reason why only got a social stage. Why they gave him the job. After Mourinho left, seven straight game, he was scoring and making assists. He kept, he kept Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's his job during that time. The best man player that season. Excuse me. Come again now. Ibrahimovic was my best player that season. I'm not talking about. I mean, I mean, this, I mean. Well, this is, I mean, this Hello? conversation. Yes, I'm, I'm with you, Vadi. So, 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 he, he keeps saying, see, he was then, then, um, he was signed for a record of 89 million pounds from the game. And so, Maguire was signed for a record as well. Randolph, Randolph. Randolph. Okay, 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 okay. As for me, uh, sports analyst, um, um, 
Pogba does not deserve to play for Man U again. Mm. Coming from um, co- coming from the angle of where his um, his agent will come to say that uh, his time uh, is over in Man U. Please, he plays for Man U and not for Tottenham. He plays for Man U and not for Norwich. At least should respect the club. Mm, 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 mm. And, and Pogba has failed to address the media on this. He keeps mute for Minerola to say whatever he wants to say. They don't. He doesn't respect Manchester United. He does not, and for me, he doesn't deserve a new contract. Let him go and try his luck elsewhere. Let's know if he can play with the likes of uh, Messi, Ronaldo <laughs> in one team, and maybe if he perform. There has been um, so many, um, so many um, sagas and stories of, of of buying a player that will unlock Pogba. Unlock Pogba to where? When is not? When is Let's move. <laughs> This is where we shall be joining the causes on the show. I appreciate Maliberry, uh, Vadi, thanks for joining. Uh, yes, Alaji, thanks for observing and your contribution. And of course, uh, Tobeski, thanks everyone for joining. Do not forget that we, 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 we didn't did get to opinion on this. And on Facebook Sports Analysis Network and on Instagram Sport Analysis Network. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. Sand Football is the name on YouTube for premium football content. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll be back on Monday.